Legend tales of a place where the booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining. If you were bold enough to seek out such a place, head 13 miles down the Tuscan Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, <laughs> enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and Bowl. Excuse me, excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family-friendly rating. You're going to corrupt the kids. B.S. A podcast that invites you to grab a cool beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that asks the tough questions like, damn it, Kidder, when are you going to get off your ass and bring the murder bird's reign of terror to an end? How many songbirds have to die before you act? How much blood is to be spilt before you care? And is that a Kia? I'm your host, the voice of the people, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend who has yet to stop the murder bird, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing tonight? Jaco, <clears throat> I am, uh, I'm here. And to answer your question with a question, did you get all of that from The Sims or perhaps Sim City? Because that sounds a lot like a headline that you would see in either of those games. Or perhaps a question to you, the mayor of those towns. When will action be taken? What will happen? This sounds like a bunch of, well, never mind. Uh, I thought I solved that mystery already, and we'll have to go back about 12 episodes to when you were uh, finding random presents left in your vicinity. So, I don't well, know. Sounds like I global warming up. to me. I bring it up, Kidder, because uh, there was another one. Um, there was another victim of the murder bird on my sidewalk this week. Um, and, uh, if Google would let me share the image, I would share the image. So future Howard now has more work. He's going to have to share the carnage. So all he has to do is put it full screen. It's fine. It's fine. Right yeah. here. Just put it full screen. It's fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's still not solved. Kidder. I'm getting a little annoyed by this. I'm waiting, waiting for you to finally do something about it. Well, I'm waiting for a uh, higher pay and a better vehicle to do stakeouts in and uh, much more. I, 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 in fact, I need uh, additional surveillance equipment so then uh, I can I can be in the neighborhood. I will track down the problem. I will find the culprit. Or the streets will just run red with the blood. Of the Forsaken. That's also possible. But how are you doing? Uh, you, no kidder. Uh, I, I have managed to survive this week. Um, it's, it's not been a great week. I ended up Tuesday suffering from food poisoning. So oh, great. Yeah, that was fun. Led to a like three day headache, uh, which was not fun. And then 
today, Friday, I wake up at like two in the morning. The headache's gone, so that's a plus. But starting to have some heartburn, decide, ugh, go get some Tums. Guess what? I'm out of Tums. Hmm. So I try to go back to sleep, prop myself up, all of that. Still doesn't go away. So I decide, going to get myself a glass of milk. So I go and grab myself a glass of milk at like 4.45 this morning, pour that glass, take a big old swig of it. Kidder, that, that milk was expired. Oh. I Good. drank like a big old swallow of expired milk. Oh, I have yet to get that taste out of my mouth. That's, that's my understandable. Friday. Yeah. That, that, that sounds just wonderful. I detail mine, but uh, you don't need the you don't need to know. That's fine. Well, now you're just a, one step closer to being a Wisconsin resident, having those cheese curds forming in your stomach. Yeah, it's going to make uh, the What's on Tap segment a little interesting um, because it, it has made my stomach a bit woozy. Um, so this could be fun. But uh, Kidder, hmm. before we dive into What's on Tap, which I know yeah, everybody yeah. is waiting for. Uh, you know, a couple episodes ago, we started a second race. Mm. And we uh, we once again put the gentleman from Indiana, this time up against uh, Lane, who has become mm -hmm. more and more a part of this show. And we were going to see who would end up on the show first. And, you know, Kidder, just like the last time, it didn't take very long, and we have mm -hmm. a winner. It's true. And I have to say that the winner... Maybe a shock and the loser more and more unreliable. Absolutely unbelievable. And, yep. and I'll, I'll get to that reason in about 30 seconds after we introduce who the winner is tonight. Yeah. So, so who is it? Who is it, Howard? Who you got on the line? Who is it? Who's banging on the triple B door? Well, He's only the third person we've ever invited on the show. He has stood us up for 39 consecutive episodes. He is Bastard. the gentleman from Indiana. Big D, he's here. Say hello and welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Yes, I'm here. And uh, you know what? I didn't realize it was 39 episodes, so maybe yeah. I'll just log off right now. I'll come back next week and make it even 40. Nah, <laughs> nah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you join the chat room. It's it's over now. It's not. No matter how much you get destroyed, even if you leave the chat right now, like just obliterated, leave. Oh, you were still on this episode. Congratulations. <laughs> Why? Well, <I> thank you. <laughs> so, again, you, Big D, win this bet of who would be on the show first, you or Lane. Of course, you lost miserably the first bet between whether you or Farva would be on the show first. Farva beat you out by, uh, I don't know, like 15 weeks. Uh, so, I mean, it was just, it was no contest. It was just absolutely. I was going to say, probably beat me by about a year and a half of my estimation. <laughs> it's getting there, yeah. But Lane, this guy, man, this guy, he promised us beer last week. I ain't got no beer. He promised us beer this week. I ain't got no beer. What the hell, man? Come on. I mean, he's even letting Howard down. Because he's like, I'm going to bring it for both you guys. 
Again, I feel like John Travolta back in Pulp Fiction. Right? It's just like, or where that is little it? old lady from the Wendy's commercial. Where's the beef? Where's the beer? Come on, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Should be good. So he's little Howard's old lady, got something not on his best mind. impression. <laughs> well, I wasn't really trying, okay? If you want me to try. Hey, Sonny. Have you seen where the beef is? I'm also looking for a six-pack of delicious beer. Have you seen some of that? I hear there's this nice little young whippersnapper named Lane around here who knows a good selection of beer. I'd like to hear his recommendation, but if, if he's not here, then I guess I'll just have to leave. Big D is wondering why he agreed to be on this show. Actually, I'm, I'm wondering if you recorded an episode before this one and also had a What's on Tap and it's still in Kidder's system. Oh, I drank earlier. No, don't <laughs> get me wrong. <laughs> I, I had to drink to get rid of the week. <laughs> and I started Wednesday. But <laughs> no, no, this is this is pretty much pretty much it. So, yeah, you, you haven't missed much for 39 weeks. <laughs> and uh, I'd say that you, you know that because you watch the episodes, but we can't even say that because you haven't seen those either. <laughs> Why are you on the show? You don't know what happens here. Uh, because I saw uh, I saw enough to where the, the parts that I did watch, I feel like I should have had a helmet or a cup on. I'm not quite sure because y'all were just brutal to me. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to fix this. <laughs> Both and neither would help. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as Howard was saying, before we get into who the hell are you, who the hell do you think you are, and why the hell are you on our show, let's get to the all-important part of this show, the crowd favorite, What's on Tap. So, as our guest, I'm throwing this one at you, Big D. What do you, what do you have on the tap this evening to share with a couple good brothers? All right, so actually, I got something that is a—it's uh, a favorite of yours, Kidder. Mm. You're gonna—you're gonna appreciate this, um, but let me let me just reach behind my computer here and see how many cherries I need to get into my old fashion here. You son of a bitch! <sighs> I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna remove every cherry from that house. <laughs> I'm not hard to find. Me. You know, you know, probably not right where I live. <laughs> yeah, but um, I have I, no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so in a in a non trolly uh, way, I say I got a got a couple of couple options here. They're both IPAs. I'd prefer IPAs. Maybe not. Y'all are the biggest fan, but again, not trying to troll here. But uh, so uh, y'all might be able to to help me decide. So I got the garbage. For both, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got the from uh, Sierra Nevada. It is one pint, three point two fluid ounces, nine uh, percent ABV. Sierra Nevada, big little thing IPA in a purple can. Something Vikings, but that sucks out all my hope. Um, outside of that, we got the Atomic Torpedo, also from Sierra Nevada, eight point two uh, ABV, same volume. And 
is green. So purple or green. Vikings. My personal thought, which again, you can you can take this or leave it. You know, aside from the garbage can or the sink, and then recycle the cans because we're thinking smart and we're thinking green on this show. I would suggest, due to your big D nickname, that you would have the big little or whatever it's called, the purple one. Mm. That would be my suggestion. How fine with that? Wh- what is your take? Okay, he's fine with it. I thought he'd. I thought Howard would have more analysis there, but he just—it's well, out think, of here. Because the the name on it was the big one, right? The big little thing. Oh, the big little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go with that one. I'm fine with that. Mm, if it's the nickname. Actually, I didn't even think about that. I looked at the atomic torpedo, and I was thinking back to my prior days as a munitions troop. But you know what? Yeah. But torpedo, that's a Navy thing. Forget that. So, yeah. So, I will crack open the big little IPA and it went from trolley to sentimental because I'm not going to drink it out of the can. Uh, Howie, you sent this uh, glass to me. I don't remember if I was in Afghanistan or if I had been paroled from that sandbox, but I got this guy right here. There it is. Yeah. Oh, the, we uh, both talk. So now, now you got to say it. You got to say something again, so then you can show the glass. Oh we yeah, both... this guy right there. Like I said, I don't remember where the heck in the world I was, but you sent it to me. It means a lot, and it doesn't get near as much use. So I'm gonna fix that right now. Yeah, uh, for the audio listeners, it's a uh, it's a mug that. Uh, was embossed. Um, uh, gave out. Uh, Lefty and I gave out to our uh, groomsmen, and uh, Big D was supposed to be a groomsman in uh, my wedding. And shortly before he uh, he was deployed, uh, I think it was Afghanistan. Was I mm-hmm. think where? Yeah. Um, uh, but we we decided because. It, I mean, really, you had no choice in the matter uh, that we would make you a glass and send it to you anyway. So, uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's uh, that's cool. It's cool to see it, see it being used. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good-looking logo on that glass, and uh, I will say that, uh, at, okay, yes, I created the logo. So I, <laughs> I, okay, bias. I'm sorry, <laughs> bias. But, yeah, we... Uh, we, we took a, a moment in time there to toast to you, to uh, your service, and to your safety as well. And I'm glad that it's panned out for at least the past uh, 12 years. And to many more, they're Big D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the, uh, I think the only time that I had tears at the wedding was when I tried to give the toast uh, to you. And I don't know if you knew that. Uh, uh, that I, did I actually that. did. <clears throat> I actually did when your I believe it was your your mom who mailed it out to me, and she included a note and there were uh, words in there to that effect. So it was uh, uh, pretty touching. I've, yeah, I wish I could no. have been there. <laughs> I we wish you could have been there uh, there as well. It was quite the uh, quite the shindig. 
um, their stories, uh, in- including my my all time like. Well, I can I can share this. There was no alcohol at my wedding, not by choice. Uh, we lost our security, so because we lost our security, we couldn't actually have alcohol. So, uh, like all of my groomsmen were packing flasks. Uh, the uh, the guy who was the supposed to be the bartender started making root beer floats because that's what we had for the kids. So I would go back to his table and like. Give me another Coke, but only fill it up like two thirds. <laughs> and I would get that. He's like, he'd look at me. I'm like, just do it. And I would then walk up to one of the groomsmen. I'm like, top this off for me. <laughs> so we had that. But the other like incredibly great moment, and I don't think we will ever uh, live it down, but uh, Mr. Wall, who I think you remember, mm-hmm. uh, was at the wedding. And he's, you know, he's not always the best at large social situations and i don't think he was there with anybody and it like as we were doing dinner and such he came up to me and left he's like hey do you guys care if i'd sit up on the back table and make balloon animals for the kids go for it and he was making balloon animals for every he had a line the whole night and we kept having people come up to us like that's so cool. That that was so creative for you to have somebody there making balloon animals. We're like, wish we could take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, it was a good time. It was a good time. So, Kidder, do you want to go next or should I? <clears throat> I will let you go next, Howard. I have gone before you too many times on the show. So, you... Take the next one, unless Big D wants to talk about uh, the extra uh, text and whatnot that's on his uh, can. I know you touched on the uh, IBUs and the alcohol content, but uh, maybe there's a story on the side or something. Uh, let's see here. The story is uh, don't drink and drive. There's alcohol in here. That's all I got. <laughs> Good choice words. <laughs> All right. Well, Kidder, uh, I'm on my second to last of these winter seasonal beers. I am almost done. Almost. Next week, last one. Uh, But tonight, I'm having uh, Shell's Snowstorm Oat Stark Beer. So I will hold it up so that you can see. Uh, Out of New Ulm, Minnesota... Uh, 6.1% alcohol, 25 IBUs, and of course, they put the description sideways, so I get to tilt my head as I read this. As every Midwesterner knows, no two snowstorms are ever alike, and that's what makes this brew so special. This year's Oat Stark beer is a malt-driven dark lager meant for the coldest of winter nights. The creamy mouthfeel from the oats smooths out some of the toasty notes, amplifying the rich Munich malt tones before a crisp finish. So that's what I have. Um, but you might have noticed that my can is already open, uh, and, and that's because I, too, poured mine ah, into a glass. Yeah, That's right. Got my official Beer Blues and BS paint glass so it's made in voyage so be good 
No real distinct smell to it. Not bad. A bit more bitter than I was expecting, but not not bad. Um, not as malty as the ones I had last week, Kidder. I don't feel like I have to like chew my beer as I drink this. So, so that's good. But uh, yeah, that's going to be enjoyable. It's nice. It's kind of light. I was thinking that it was going to be a lot um, darker and heavier which I was definitely uh, regretting that choice uh, with the whole milk incident from this morning, but uh, I think I'm going to be okay with this one. So uh, overall, if I had to give it uh, a score, I'd say maybe a 3, 3.5 out of 5. So Definitely thought you were about to say out of 10. Uh, we go out of 5. My dad, when he scores a beer, goes out of 10. Mm. Not forgotten that high on his uh, score sheet. <laughs> and usually his come with mean and hurtful comments. <laughs> it's always a good time when he rates a beer. So. Truthfully, and it's really bad when he gives you a beer for content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Truthfully, you need to divide his ratings by zero because that's about the uh, equivalent of the rating that it is. Yes, well. try it. <laughs> okay, Kidder, what do you got? All right. So, uh, for, no, I, uh, I, I am out of the old-fashioned mix at this moment, and so the closest that I uh, could could make would be uh, whiskey sour, I believe, but uh, that take some effort i'd have to go upstairs and do things and and you know what we're already in the middle of this show so so uh no <laughs> what i do have to say is a quick shout out at uh, one of the local liquor stores uh got into a, a conversation this evening uh, with a uh, nice gentleman who may be a new viewer slash listener to this show so welcome to uh, the show and to the uh, the triple B family, as it were, uh, go by uh, Boucher. Yes, Mister Boucher. That's what he goes by on the uh, Untapped app. He shared that. Where uh, if you gentlemen aren't familiar with the Untapped app or website, you uh, create an account and then you can check off that you've had different beers and you can even rate them and share information about them. So I know we've had the suggestion on this show or given to me to do on the show, but it it's a lot of work for future Howard keeping a ranking system. And then we got to create like a scoreboard on the side and that's too much work, but maybe the untapped thing would be more logical thing. And then we have to go back over the past <clears throat> Well, let's just say 50 weeks or so of content that we have and record every be I don't know. We might just have to start with year two or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But <clears throat> again, I was tipped off to your presence on the show tonight, Big D. So yeah. that's where it brings me that I was at the liquor store and I go. So Big D's going to be on the show. 
or he says he's going to be on the show and then just no show. So basically I, I purchased in the event that yes, you would be in here in your full digital form. So to get me through this episode, <clears throat> I, again, you're going to love this. I hope so. Cause that's uh, that intro is kind of hurtful. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it was he was, hurtful, uh... but it's true. It's true. It's damn true. <laughs> so to get, oh man, I got so much, so much beer that the damn thing won't close now. <laughs> Ha! Ah, it's such a good problem to have. <clears throat> so, for the first the first time since 2008, I'm delving into this world. What world? Number 1, the world of shame, the world of regret, <laughs> the world of hatred, and the world of a 3-day hangover. So, so the college. first time I mean, it was af after college, but basically. So the first one that I had was a juice. And this was right when they came out. And I don't even remember if Howard was there with me at, at uh, the liquor store. I, but I saw these and I was like, this is an interesting concept. It's like. 38 ounces, yes, not 32 ounces, like 38 ounces of alcohol, and it's a high alcohol content. It was 99 cents. I'm like, sold. Why not? So I had a juice, drank it. I had to drink three beers after I finished that just to get the taste out of my mouth, and then I had a headache for three days afterwards. So again, fast forward to this day. 2022 i knew big d was going to be on the show and i'm like what better way to celebrate it than by giving myself a three-day headache <laughs> by going fully patriotic with a four loco oh my goodness yes <clears throat> this flavor if you will is the loco usa <laughs> So I don't know if uh, if I open this and a bald eagle is going to shoot out the top or if uh, I drink it and then I'm going to suddenly want to hold a torch like the Statue of Liberty or if I'm just going to start bleeding uh, red, white and blue. But uh, this contains alcohol. It is, yes, 14 percent alcohol per volume. Come on. Come on. You can you can do it webcam. You you well uh, maybe 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 you can't. It, I don't Okay, whatever. You can get the uh, general idea. So this is a again premium malt beverage with artificial flavors. So you mean that USA is artificially flavored? Just a question. <laughs> uh this this here uh can of American Might is where did it go? It uh, does uh, 23.5 full ounces or fluid ounces. That would be one pint and 7.5 fluid ounces uh, in case you're keeping track in the home game. Um, th there's really no other information on this. No, like, don't drink this if you hate, if you like really 
hate don't hate yourself I, I don't know so this one's for you big d commemorative can of battery acid i like it yeah i mean i should send this to you after i'm done with it no i've had four loco it's a horrible idea every single time <laughs> see this is my first four loco that i've ever had the other one was juice which they still make but I chose the premium. So it's, I don't know how to explain the smell. It, because number one, it doesn't smell like downtown New York City. So that's good. Uh, it doesn't smell like Miami Beach. It doesn't smell like Hulk Hogan either. So um, I'm, 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 slightly, I'm slightly confused. I, I get a hint of blue smell. You know, like a blue raspberry like drink, how that would smell. Th this smells like that, but with a hint of regret. So, um, oh, there it is at the end. It's like lighter fluid with blue raspberry. I am going to get lit off of this for loco. Cause again, I, I mentioned I was drinking earlier <clears throat> and if <laughs> with this being 23.5 fluid ounces of 14% alcohol per volume. <clears throat> I mean, I've never been uh, one of them. They're uh, mathematicians. But it says alcohol per serving is 0.7 fluid ounces. So, I mean, it's practically it's, it's practically filled with, with alcohol. Like, straight amount of, like, let's, let's put blue raspberry in here to about here and then fill the rest with moonshine. That should be fine. Hmm. Kidder, I have questions. Question one. How do you know what Hulk Hogan smells, smells like? <laughs> I mean, I, I would just imagine that it's something like tanning lotion and baby oil. I, I, I would guess. Okay. Second the combination. Thing, how do you know what lighter fluid tastes like? <clears throat> Big D told me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will say the more sips I have of this, it doesn't get better, but it doesn't get worse. Whereas that juice that I had, it got it got worse. Like I got a quarter into it and I had to get a beer so then I could have a, a chaser to drink the damn thing. So I'm not at that point with this yet. Maybe it's because I'm drinking America. For local America. I don't know. But this one is for you there, Big D. So a salute to you. <laughs> and thanks for being on the show. I don't know if he tried to say something or it was just the four local kicking in. And then I, I am now deaf because <laughs> it looked no, like was, he said something. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something smart ass to say, but I got nothing. So I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that I haven't lost my hearing yet. 
Well, Kidder, uh, as is tradition, anytime we have a new guest on the show, uh, we always give them a chance to tell us who they are. I mean, you and I know who they are, but for the audience, who the hell are these people that we bring onto the show? How do we know them? And uh, why are they on the show? So at this point, we're going to turn the microphone over to Big D to tell us a bit about himself and how we know him. Well, the, the details of how how we know each other are, are lost in the midst of time. We, we met in college. That's about all I remember. I remember there was one point where I think, uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story. Back to you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know you, and I, you and I were in at-sci classes together learning about uh, the old meteorology. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we didn't, we didn't really cross paths that much for the first, I think, couple of years. Um, I knew, knew Howie long before I knew you. I think Howie, you and I were uh, buddies back all the way in freshman year. But Kidder, mm -hmm. no, I remember now. Kidder, you and I didn't cross paths very much because you, without even knowing me, which with this hurt, uh, you, you assumed I was a pothead. And let's face it, I got the face made for radio. I can see how you might uh, think that, but it was your nah. long, scraggly hair at the time that you didn't have. <laughs> well, I, I tried freshman year. I tried to go from my eight from my high school graduation to my twentieth birthday, which would have been about eighteen months, without getting a haircut, and it was a horrible idea because it got to be February of two thousand and four. My hair was down to here when I was combed forward. And I'm like, I'm living in North Dakota. It's February and I don't have a hair dryer. This is dumb. Um, so I went and got a haircut because I was just getting fed up with it. But yeah. he said, Who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Then I'm like, My ears are cold. And which happened, you know, again the other day when I got another, <clears throat> another haircut to, you know, get one of the more recognizable haircuts in the profession where they tell us to blend in. And uh, I stepped outside. And yesterday it was not too bad, but, you know, being, you know, almost 40 degrees and everything. But, you know, step outside this morning and I'm taking uh, uh, Little D, my three-year-old son, up to uh, uh, the Columbia Mall to... Uh, go see the animals. That's his thing right now up at the pet store. Just go and say hi. And it's like seven below wind chills, negative 20. And I have exposed skin effectively right here. I'm like, should have worn a hat. Yeah. Good thing. Shields is in the mall. So you just swing by and pick up some, some ear warmers. Mm -hmm. It is now, which I had, I mean, that was one of the, uh, one of the adjustments that I had to, had to make. And that one's a minor one. Um, for, for people who have no idea who I am, uh, uh, when the last time I actually lived in, uh, in Grand Forks, North Dakota, was probably December of 2007 until this past August. So that's a 14-year-ish difference. <clears throat> Everything south of 32nd, uh, south of the, the Target and the Walmart, nothing was there. Up and down 42nd, up along the Alaris. Nothing was there except the Alaris, the hotel, and a gas station. I rolled back into town, and you know, I'm driving around with uh, my my better and smarter half, uh, and my and little D driving around town as we're getting used to being here again. And 
I swear she was about ready to break a rib because every 15 seconds, like, hey, that wasn't here before. Hey, I remember that. Like, shut up. <clears throat> yeah. It's true you actually get to see the roads completed and fixed how they're supposed to be, like uh, Columbia being three-laned most of the way, so you can get somewhere. 32nd being redone, even 42nd being redone a lot and upgraded. Gateway Drive redone, all the new businesses and restaurants on both sides of the river. You're really living in prime time Grand Forks. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, it's been it's been good comeback, and and you know seeing the city through the you know I'm in my you know late 30s now as opposed to being the 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 23 year old dumbass that I was the last time I lived here. Um, yeah, this town is shut up. <laughs> no, this, this town is, <laughs> is, uh, really good. I'm, I was really happy for the opportunity to come back. It kind of opened up in semi last minute. And I was able to, uh, squeak over, uh, into the, the job I'm in now here. Um, yeah, it's just, it is good to be back. Yeah. My, my wife is not from the Midwest though, so she cannot, she didn't really appreciate until we started moving from North Carolina to come up here. Um, that there were really in the Midwest, there are four seasons, fall, winter, spring, and road repair. She did not believe me until we got here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Minute. It looks like it's going to get nice in the next six weeks. Orange cones pop up and the orange says slow down, but you're not wrong. awesome. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying it, and, and uh, officially last hour, the feels-like temperature for El Forco Grande was minus 39. Uh, yeah, my, my team of uh, forecasters was projecting almost negative 50 within the next 24 hours as a wind chill. Yeah, that I, I, I didn't necessarily miss, but, you know, hey, take the good Welcome with the bad, back. right? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned, you know, how we met. We, you and I did meet uh, freshman year. It was part of, and you'll remember the name of the group, the Bismarck Cult. The Bismarck Cult, yeah. Yeah, the group that uh, grew fairly large and then slowly devoured itself. Uh, and I, I say that, but I still ended up with some good friends out of it. You, uh, Farva, are, are two of uh, the best examples of what I got out of the cult, uh, as I put it. Uh, and in fact, uh, to this day, you still are part of one of my favorite uh, drinking or other people being drunk stories ever. Um, this was, I don't know if you remember this, Big Ironically, <laughs> talking about uh, going from that into, I don't know if you remember that. You're probably not. <laughs> well, you and I were sober. Uh, it was, it was sophomore year. Uh, wow. We, we were, it was, you know, that uh, before school starts, kind of the welcome back weekend, all of the frats are throwing parties and all of that. And we were <laughs> hanging out um, outside some of the dorms. I think it was over by like Smith and Gamble. Mm -hmm. uh, and you and I were chatting you know, catching up and these three freshmen came by us 
and there was there was the two of them and in the middle was their buddy who was clearly intoxicated needing both of them to even walk straight and we were talking and they walked past us and you without even missing a beat like once they got past us just turned and pointed at him like hey you watched them all slowly turn and you're like you've been drinking and they all get this like deer in the headlight look of no 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 damn i'm thirsty i was hoping you could tell me where to get a beer <laughs> and three of them bolts <laughs> what a, I, one I, of my favorite stories <laughs> i don't remember that but i wish i did because that's wow. awesome <laughs> yeah it sounds like something you'd do yeah pretty much <laughs> oh yeah that 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 is always one of my favorite ones of drunk people on campus the other one was uh one that happened with Kidder. Uh, Kidder, you'll remember this one because uh, it's one of my all-time favorites. Because uh, as we've said on this show a couple of times, I have this great ability to attract weird people. And so one night, Kidder and I were uh, making our way across campus. We were going to go pick up uh, Kidder's friend, Diane. She was going to come over to our place to watch a movie. She didn't like walking across campus at night, so we went to go get her and we're walking across campus and um these three girls come past us we don't know and there's this guy like slowly like like he's talking to him but they're like ignoring him and walking and walking. we get up to him and he's like man I, I i don't get what's up with these girls I'm like mm. he goes what's your name i'm like i'm chris all right, nice to meet you, Chris. All right. He's like, I'm I'm gonna go home and go to bed. Kidder and I are like, you do that. That would be that would be good. And he goes walking off. And Kidder and I look at each other and we're both do the whole like, yeah, he's been drinking. So we go, we get Diane from her dorm, and we're making our way back. And as we're going back, we run into this guy again, going back the other way. And he gets to us and he stops us and he goes, Hey aren't you Chris? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I just want to say thank you for not beating me up. And I just look at him and go, you're welcome. Don't do it again. Oh, I won't. I won't. He goes walking up. Diane looks at us because as we've also talked about on this show, I am not a fighter of, of any means. So like Diane's like, what is up with this? And we kid and I both like, well, he's been drinking. So that was my other favorite drunk people on campus story. So, but yeah, I wish you guys were, were there for it would have been welcome weekend for our second year. <clears throat> so, you know, in the, the beginning weekend there, 2004 and, uh, the welcoming committee for campus had a dance at the Hislop for all of the on-campus students. And so a friend of ours from, uh, I guess he lives in Montana now, and I think he's from Montana as well. Uh, he and I just walked down there because there was nothing else going on that night. And we walked in because we were both, re uh, you know, residence hall members and uh, part of the uh, association for the residence halls. 
And we kind of look around and it's half dead, number one. Number two, it looked like there's some drunk people over here and some other weird people over here. And then the people who don't give a shit in the middle and like nothing happening in the in between all of them. Well, this is kind of boring. Should we go? Yeah. All right. So we turn around and we leave the Hislop and we're walking along university. And uh, as you gentlemen know, Memorial Hall is right there, or, you know, the Memorial Union, I should say. And then next to it is the law building where all the, the fancy lawyers get their degrees. And then the next building would be the library. So we're coming up on the library, and as the library is a very wide block, just like when Howard and I were walking down university that night, there's a group of females in front of us that are clearly intoxicated and walking away. And then, like, they're all holding each other up. So it's kind of like one of the when you see the video of uh, the fire ants and they make a raft to stay on top of the water, they're like, chick, 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 and it's the whole thing's just like moving back and forth. Like that's what it was like watching in front of us. So we're like, yeah, again, do the, they're clearly drinking thing. Cause they were close enough where they could hear us, but they're like back and forth. Anyway, they're in front of the library <clears throat> on university. One of the girls goes, I got it. And we look at each other like, okay. And she's like, I gotta get really go. And one of the other girls, can you wait? We can walk into the library. I gotta go right now. And so, right away, without even caring, thinking, whatever, she pulls up to the bush right alongside the sidewalk, pulls down her pants and does the old squat right over the bush. And all of the five other people who were with her try and quickly group around her looking outward to make sure there's no UND police officers around and then try and block the view from the unsuspecting people walking by, such as the two of us going, Oh, oh, okay. We're just going to keep walking. And she said, that's yeah, yeah, I've been holding this for such a long time. I'm like, welcome weekend. Welcome to campus indeed. That bush did look a bit dry. It, you know, Kidder, uh, joke's on you. She would go on to invent the P-Rock. I didn't know she lived in my neighborhood. <laughs> didn't catch her name. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, since we're talking college stories, there is <laughs> the ones that we could share. He knows exactly where I'm going with this. Uh, because I promised this actually last episode. Um, Big Why D doesn't know blushing? that because. Yeah, the whole like time travel of this show where <clears throat> he wouldn't watch it anyway, so it doesn't right. matter. It could have been right. the first episode. 
Sure. No, he's, he's seen parts year. of that. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so the, for, as of right now of recording, the show that comes out next week, which by the time you, the audience, are listening to this was the show last week, uh, I, I mentioned the mail truck story, and I said I couldn't tell it until the gentleman from Indiana was on. He's here. We have to tell us. And the reason I can't tell this story without him is because the best part of this story uh it happens with him. So uh, to tell this story, uh, um, it was uh, 2015 in the uh, the fall, and uh, 2005. 2005. Uh, 2005. Yes. Sorry. The beer. Here, have another and, one. <laughs> yeah. And I was in Korea uh, in 2015. I was like, this is news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2005 uh, in the fall. Uh, Big D, my uh, at the time fiance, now wife Lefty, and I uh, were eating at a Burger King uh, north of campus. And as we were sitting there, I happened to notice there's a gas station right next to it, and it had a line of U.S. mail trucks, postal trucks, sitting there. And at that time, uh, it, the big thing. Here we go. This is going to date all of us. The big thing wasn't Facebook yet. It wasn't TikTok. It was a thing called LiveJournal, if you guys remember that wonderful thing that is now um, predominantly used by Russians. Um, but we had friends who were like, Duh. like, LiveJournal was everything. You wrote everything down there and they took it very seriously and so as the three of us dined we came up with this scheme that would be interesting to put something fairly absurd into a live journal post and see how many of our uh friends the members of the bismarck cult actually fell for it uh and we would get my roommate to be an accomplice in on this uh we came up with the story Lefty wrote it on her live journal. And uh, you know, want to know how I know it's now predominantly used by Russians? Um, it's because this evening, and Big D, you'll appreciate this, I did a little uh, searching. I found the post. Oh, and so <laughs> I have the original Perfect. post here, uh, and I'm going to read it. <laughs> um, oh, I hate everything. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you get for coming on the show after oh. such a delay. Yeah, yeah. No, bring it on. It's all good. <laughs> it, oh, it it's it is all good. Um, I read this. I forgot some Except of the details for drink. that uh, that she had put in here. Um, and for that, I apologize. <laughs> but uh, this will be a yeah. This will this should be uh, good. So here's here's the uh, the post. And I have already gone in and changed the names to nicknames. So, yes. Uh, so last night, Howard and Big D and I went to Burger King after Big D's voiceover for the movie had been completed because I had not eaten yet. So back in college, I made movies, competed in film fests. And uh, Big D actually did a voiceover for one of the movies. So that's what's being referenced for the audience to catch them up. Oh, and on an interesting side note, while Howard and Howard's roommate went to dinner at Tara's, I was doing homework in their room, which is totally okay and all I and all 
I can be in the suite unescorted, just not anywhere else in the building. And the fire alarm went off. So I decided not to risk being caught because it's a pretty hefty fine and went outside. Thankfully, Mr. Foote, the vice president of the hall, was out there and agreed to escort me back to Howard's uh, room just to be on the safe side. So that was exciting. But that was far from the least or for the most exciting part of the evening. Okay, so back to Burger King. As we're sitting there eating and reading tidbits to each other, I love those things. Useless info that you will never need to know in your life, but fun nonetheless. When Howard notices... Tidbits. Yeah. Uh, when Howard notices a row of vehicles at the gas station next door, oddly enough, there are three, yes, three mail trucks among the row of cars and a few trucks, maybe a Suburban or two. So it's late, and we're all kind of tired. Little bit bored. I know. It's only the second week of school, and we're already bored. Look out, huh? So we decide it would be sort of fun to drag race in a mail truck. And seeing as there are three of them sitting there waiting to be driven, just calling our names, we decided to borrow them. And yeah, maybe Washington was not the best place to drag race three borrowed mail trucks. But it seemed like a good idea at the time. So we lined them up, and when the light turned green, we took off, tires squealing and the smell of burnt rubber and smoke filling the air. I've not been, I've not really been one to do anything illegal, but this was just too much fun. And I've been known to bail out of some things that were probably a lot of fun, but also had a high probability of being caught at because when I do something wrong, I get caught. End of discussion. Needless to say, as Big D pulled into the lead outside of Kmart with Howard beside him and me tailing a little bit behind, the flashing cherries were not a surprise. I'm not quite sure what was going through the officer's mind. All I know is that as he gave each of us a breathalyzer, he was pretty stunned that none of us were trashed, much less we were all 100% sober. So, um, yeah. You know that saying about not bending over in a shower in prison? Thankfully, I was not there to witness it because I got to shower with some pretty tough ladies. But I'll take the tiny little corner I cowered in into the surprise that Big D was given any day. Needless to say, Howard's roommate was quite surprised to hear his phone ringing at 8 o'clock this morning because none of us were calling our folks on this one. And we figured if we called Big D's wife, she'd be there with a camera to take pictures and laugh at us. So Howard's roommate, thank you from all of us. And yes, we did miss our 9 o'clock classes, but we made it to our 10 o'clocks. The moral of the story here is simple. Don't borrow mail trucks, no matter how much fun they might be to drag race. Or at the very least, do not get caught. And yes, if you do get caught, do not bend over in the shower. Yikes. Valuable lesson indeed. So that was the post that she wrote, which I think most people could figure out probably not serious um and and we want waited to see what the reaction would be and from our friends like most of them didn't buy it 
but there was at least one particular individual, uh, my roommate's girlfriend at the time, who really did kind of question if we had been arrested. And of course, my roommate, as I said, he's the one accomplice, was like, well, yeah, I had to bail them out. And that was it. That was it. That was the experiment. We uh, we looked at it. We thought, boy, that did not get the reaction we were hoping. But oh well, it was it was all fun. Dot dot dot. <laughs> and uh, this is where I hand the story over to Big D because <clears throat> we thought it was over, and it wasn't. Oh, frick! Yeah, I'm gonna have to <laughs> juice up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to dive into my other. Uh... IPA over there. So that's coming. Yeah. So yeah, that I forget exactly how many days it was after that, but so you referenced my my wife. That was my my first wife. I was married at the time um, to uh, another uh, person, and she was, I believe, she was visiting her family in the Twin Cities when all of this went down. And it was a couple of days later. I, I remember if it was the next morning or two mornings after, but it was one of those two. And I get a phone call at, must have been five in the morning on my cell phone. It was, it was my dad. And, you know, I'm waking up. I'm not coherent of, you know, time or place. And I was like, oh, dad. Hey, dad, what's up? He's like, Son, I I could feel him hating me in just that one word. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> son, yeah, what's up, Dad? Is there anything you want to tell me? Like, Dad, what 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 are you talking about, Dad? It's five in the morning. Leave me alone. You want? <laughs> can't even say. Can't even say with a straight face. <laughs> You want to talk to me about mail trucks? <laughs> and then I, I quickly realized that somehow, some way, like I, I never told my parents that I had a live journal. I didn't at the time, which I, I don't anymore. I, had, uh, I I think Lefty had tagged me in there, so that's how it showed up on mine. But um, somehow they they saw it and they thought it was real. So I'm like, oh, Dad, no, that was that was a joke. It was to, real. Yeah. No, that that was a, a joke to screw with some of her friends. That didn't actually happen. And my parents who never at at up to that point had never I had never heard them swear, say an unkind word, nothing. He's like oh, you asshole. <laughs> then he handed the phone to my mom once he had talked to her off that uh off that particular uh, stressful perception. And she's like, Was that really just a mean joke? It's like yeah, mom, it, was, it didn't happen. You shithead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they later said that had it been true, it would have been, you know, uh, a bad time. Because, I mean, it, it, as is typical with, you know, late teens, early 20s, you know, I, I, was, I was very fortunate. My parents said, uh, uh, agreed to cover my uh, undergrad Um and they were like, that would have been done so fast if that had been true, <laughs> and rightly so. But uh, yeah, so I, I I drove by the first time I drove by on 
uh, when I when I came back into town, the the first time I drove by that Burger King uh, on Gateway, like the hair on the back of my neck stood up because I remember, that was the first thing I thought of. Like, oh crap, that was the one. It's like, oh, no. just go, go, go to Blue Moose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 and this got brought up, uh, Big D, last. Uh, last episode uh because i i mentioned that i, I mentioned the story because we we actually had put out a little uh a little just shout out congratulating you on 10 years of uh marriage because we oh, we yeah. know you had a an anniversary but i mentioned that i was at that wedding and that it became a very awkward wedding in part because it quickly got out that i was one of and my wife who was there that we were the other two people involved in the mail truck thing and that quickly got out through that wedding that i was the guy who stole a mail truck or was involved in this mail truck incident um so yeah well considering there were literally eight people at that wedding on on my side if you will and three of them were groomsmen <laughs> like it's gonna get out fast <laughs> yeah um yeah it uh it it did so. I mean, it. I, I we got a little bit of just desserts in that. I think you. I think I also met your parents like one other time. Like I think we were visiting you down in the cities. You did, yeah. I think it was like two thousand seven. It was a couple of years later. Yeah, and it was we we stopped and yeah. You're like, oh, this is my my friend Chris. Oh, we never met him. He was one of the mail truck people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah i was a bad influence apparently on your uh on your son i'm sorry <laughs> now nah, the, the bad influence was uh one of my one of my cousins with the same last name um mm. but you know he he actually lives in indiana so the the damage he did was quite minimal in the long run so yeah it, it that is still it's one of my favorite stories because it again it was just one of those stupid things you do and you think nothing of and the fact that it blew up that much uh yeah it's still um I, I, i'd be I, it was one of those things when i told lefty uh that you were going to be on she immediately goes you gonna tell the mail truck story i'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> eh, smart lady smart lady <laughs> She is. She is. And I told her, I said, yeah, I even went and found the original post. I was hoping you, <laughs> you would. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I found it. <laughs> so still exists. Uh, but if you do go out and try to find the original post, uh, here, here's a pro tip. Don't search just for mail truck. Because um, there's like 7,364 entries on LiveJournal that involve mail trucks. Oh uh, man. Yeah, so, you have to actually put mail truck drag race and that will um that'll get it to you like top top pick. Oh um, man, there's seven thousand other jokers who had the same thought we did. <laughs> kind of sounds like a lot of people have problems. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> a lot of Russian people, apparently. I yeah. that was also the number of posts that were in Russian. It was I'm like in Soviet like, Russia, mail truck steal you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I, I blame this for loco that i'm almost done with i don't know if i'm feeling the alcohol or just dizzy from 
whatever's in this. Well, it uh, it must be affecting you because I see that you have been adding topics to the uh, run sheet during this, and apparently you want to talk wrestling. <clears throat> well, we might as well. We have a our own backyard wrestler here as well, because I don't I don't know if Big D nearly had his neck broken twice doing backyard slash basement wrestling like I did, but damn it, he's here, so we might as well talk about it. It wasn't the ring. It wasn't in a backyard. But yeah, one yeah. was neck at least once. I don't recall if there was a second time. I, the only other incident that pops to mind might have been my shoulder. I, I'm, I'm going to say something a bit controversial here, Kidder, but um, <clears throat> compared to NDWF, they were far more legit uh, than... Well, uh, listen... Than, Listen, I Listen. get it. He had a ring, and he said that we could do NDWF in that ring. But everybody else is like, our basement is fine. These mattresses from 20 years ago are fine. That was our budget. So I bet and I bet their ref had a ref shirt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we had one ref shirt. And I think I drew, well, the funny guy wrote the original NDWF uh logo on the ref shirt which was almost as good as the magnum shirt we had for farva but the second one had a better drawn ndwf logo on it that i i think i drew that one so it looked somewhat decent and then i think you had your own is that what you said no No, i never got a ref shirt howard the false ref that's what he was howard had to buy his own ref shirt yeah and yes, yeah. that's still down here. <clears throat> so it's good because he was the most legit ref that NDWF ever had. And he's still bitching about it. Listen to this son of a bitch. Jesus. And he's just sitting there drinking. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So two separate times. One was in, I think, 1997. And then the second time, it's surprising I remember that. I think the second one was in 2000. I was nearly paralyzed because of uh, Tombstone Pile Driver, where my neck took a 90 degree turn because I slipped and my head slash neck hit the ground and, you know, moved. So I'm happy to still be here, although I punish myself with things like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just, it is what it is. But um, what are some crazy backyard underground crazy ridiculous stories that uh, you have there big d let's see here if you're talking about uh uh, near miss on a neck injury the one that pops to mind is i was i was entering just other people just hanging out bouncing around um there's this relatively new kid who didn't quite know what he was doing so mistake number one um he, I think he and I were, uh, we were going at it for a, a couple of minutes, just kind of bouncing off the rope, Irish web body slam, that kind of thing. Uh, and he got it in his head that he was going to give me some sort of forward flip move. Okay, cool. No problem. He sets me up for a vertical suplex. <clears throat> he tells me implant DDT for those who are unfamiliar, uh, he basically, we're, imagine we're facing each other. He's got my head like this in a, a front face lock. The difference between the two is 
for an implant DDT, uh, I effectively would have just jumped and kicked my legs out backward and landed flat. And he would have jumped, fallen backwards so that we both would have landed flat. For a vertical suplex, he would have taken my uh, inside arm and draped it over the back of his neck. And then I would have jumped and basically done a, a basically a full flip and landed on my back, uh, you know, three feet away from where I landed, where I was standing, something about that. So he, he set up one and told me to take the other going on instinct. I jumped for the one that he had set me up for, but in doing that, I jumped, you know, way more than I should have. And he brought me straight down doing the move he was calling me to do. Uh, basically, turn me into a human exclamation point. Um, a little scary. Uh, I I was fortunate in that I didn't even have a stinger, but I was it, it weirded me out for a couple of minutes, and uh, uh, I was I was a little irritated at him. So about five minutes later, I gave him the the, the hardest power bomb that I could because I was just pissed. Um, maybe not professional, but you know, hey, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's the same thing that happens in the in the business, the professional business. You, you hear from people, even uh, the Undertaker, where they get a very stiff move or something that they don't expect. They pay it back to them. <laughs> you know, you have it coming. You don't know when, but it's coming. So, absolutely, I think you were you were right in talking about that. And do you have any video of uh, any of these incidents? instances when uh you were involved with that uh somewhere on an old vhs somewhere in my parents house i think there's um a tape of two matches uh actually no there was a third the last one i ever wrestled in 2006 Uh, that is somewhere in in my parents house i don't know um Buried, lost, um, largely, largely nothing is online. I, I kind of prefer it that way. Um, <laughs> well, it's too bad that you can't provide us some of that exclusive footage because we could debut it here and then we would get the number one podcast in the world for pro wrestling because the big D sharing his previous wrestling moves and highlights with the triple B. Yeah, what? And, and, and Why are you laughing, Howard? <laughs> Why are you disrespecting our guests like that? What the hell is wrong with you? Come on, Howard. Get with the program. I know you were ref for NDWF, but good Lord, man. Show some respect for Big D. Come on. That's not why I'm laughing. Um, I'm not uh, yeah, the whole... Right. I'm laughing at the whole like thought of a tagline on that of like beer, blues, and BS, the exclusive home of the big D. And that just sounds bad. <laughs> so yeah. Kind of like that's what I'm laughing at. That went through my head. It cracked me up. Why kind of like why he's not called Sergeant Sparkles or <laughs> something something better than Big yeah. D. Uh, <laughs> A failed bar transport. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it, it, for, for those who don't know, in the run sheet, there's a whole 
conversation going on between uh, me and Big D. Uh, earlier today, when we were setting this up, I, I told him, you know, hey, come up with what you want to be called on the show, since a lot of us use nicknames. And uh, I was giving him options, and one of the options I gave him was Sergeant Sparkles, which uh, I, I was joking. That's actually the name of Junior's. Uh, he's got a giant teddy bear that's, like, glittery and such. And I named it Sergeant Sparkles a long time ago. So I put that in there as a joke, and there, that led to a conversation because Big D is not at that rank anymore. So, you know, there's a comment about me demoting him and, and all that. So it's been bouncing back and forth. So I, I keep teasing him with that name of Sergeant Sparkles. Um, Look at me. I'm the big man on campus. How <laughs> strong is that for Loco? Well, it's gone now. So, yeah, there's that. It brings me to my point. It's time for what's on tap two. Remember Howard a few episodes ago, and this is uh, a f more than a few episodes, <clears throat> where I said, you know what? I'm out of water. I should drink some water. Wait, no, I don't need that. I have beer. <laughs> I have some water this evening and i want to drink it on the show are both of you prepared for this water if you bring out a pbr can i'm gonna give you so much crap so i do have bud select in the in the fridge but no and i have other beers again you can kind of see them i have other beverages lined up for the future shows so, yes, Big D, you will need to tune into future episodes to see what the hell these these are. Because I'm not going to drink these tonight. None of these are getting drank tonight. <laughs> I might I might drink some Metallica Blackened Whiskey because you are on the show. It's a big deal. So there's still a chance. But I need to drink some water because I've had... A lot of you know whatever whatever this is right so i need i need to have some water howard's like what the hell are you talking about dude well guess what i'm gonna have some water yes it is called buzz water why is it buzz water well because it contains alcohol <laughs> yeah i I saw this. I've heard about it. I'm like, what the hell? <clears throat> All right. So, again, it comes in this handy-dandy plastic bottle. So then you can sneak it into venues that allow you to bring in water bottles, apparently. Uh, it is <laughs> ultra-purified. It has electrolyte. So there's one electrolyte in this bottle. And it is mineral water. 5% alcohol per volume, but you know what? It's gluten-free. It's 16.9 ounces, which is 500 milliliters. It's uh, best served chilled. There's two servings per container, which means that, yes, it's 55 times two for calories. Oh, no! Oh, no! Okay, uh, let's see. Pro product contains alcohol not suitable for children. 
<laughs> you sell this at a liquor store and it has to say that on the back of the bottle. Um, the ingredients. <clears throat> the first ingredient is water. So it's good because I, I bought a water bottle. The second one, orange wine. <clears throat> Bold move, cotton. Third is a natural and artificial flavors. And then Sativa leaf extract, sodium or stevia. Yeah, we'll we'll go with stevia. That four loco impair your ability to read too? Shoot. (laughs) You thought I could read before it. I mean, I did graduate (laughs) from UND. This is what we did all day drink alcohol. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, Sodium benzenate and citric acid. Apparently, it is bottled by Buzz Water from Olathe, Kansas, which is right outside of Kansas City, for those of you who didn't know. There's no protein, there's no cholesterol, and there's no fat at all in this bottle of alcoholic water and no fiber. 25 milligrams of sodium. Outrageous! I demand you fix that. Whatever. Uh, This is apparently the watermelon. And they might have been drunk when they spelled this because, as you can see, it's the watermelon. Uh, Big D, do you know the airport code for WTR if there is one? WTR? K-W-T-R. Or the closest? Is there a closest? Uh, I can look it up on skyvector.com. Mm. Well, that's a nice plug. I don't know if we can do that on this show. They haven't sponsored us. Okay, Future Howard, you can just get rid of that. I can I can look it up on one of my internet toys. <laughs> what? what, Howard? What were you going to ask me? You had a question. You said Kidder. What do you want? Uh, no, I was, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, can you speed this up? I finished this beer while you were giving that description. Amazing! I am, I am honored to give you the time to finish a beer. That, that actually, I should get an award for that because you know how long it takes you to drink beer. I have bullshitted for that long. I need an award. No. We don't what? give out trophies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no more trophies. Yes, a trophy. Number one for bullshitting. I'm the number one bullshitter. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. No, but I can edit something else into your hand. <laughs> Listen, I know where you live. And you want this murder bird mystery served? You mean solved. Solved? Served? Is that what I said? Served? You said served. You want, it, you want it served up on a platter to you? All I'm going to serve you something. Let me tell you something, brother. Do you even English? No, because I had one of these. <laughs> this is outrageous. Why is this even sold? Come on. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I got an outrageous story for you when you're done smelling and tasting that one. Well... <laughs> So if, first of all, if you have this, and I, I'm sure that Happy Harry's with their selection, which is 
amazing. They probably have this, so you should probably try it just to say that you've tried it. It kind of smells like if you took a hose over your uh, watermelons and rinse them real well. That's about what this would smell like. <laughs> what? It's the same thing with the damn seltzers. You want a flavored seltzer? You got static water over here, and then you got like a lemon sitting in the back corner of the room saying, look, I'm a lemon seltzer. Come on! No, I'm not this angry because of the four loco. You don't know the week I've had. We're going on like three weeks of curmudgeon I blame you, Howard. Four? Okay, I really blame you. Yes. Yes, it's you. All right, so on a, on a, I'm going to ask you to rate this week or the past three or four weeks uh, on a scale from one, which is, you know, on a scale from one to cherry and an old fashioned, where are we sitting? I mean, you know, this week was kind of almost like three cherries into my old fashioned, and that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, future Howard. I apologize. He started it. I had to. This this water is bizarre. <laughs> this I, I took a sip before while well, you were asking that question, and I almost didn't want to answer because of how questionable this beverage is. Because it's like water, and then you get a, a hint of the flavor, and then like the alcohol, which is like rubbing alcohol. And you're like, how are all three of these things mixed into one beverage? Poorly. I don't know. Well, I mean, they're 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 in one container, so they did it somehow without even making it look like uh, like there's anything you know in there. Look, there's no particulates, nothing. Ooh, yeah. We got some bitchin' special effects on the show, let me tell you. Quick, while he's uh, drinking, uh, Big D, I saw you poured yourself uh, a second beverage, so I'll, I'll, I'll pass it over to you, quick, to talk about, what was it, the Atomic Torpedo? Was that yes, it? it was, the Atomic Torpedo, also by Sierra Nevada, uh, on the top, family-owned, operated, and argued over, so yeah, I can appreciate that. And juicy West Coast double IPA. Uh, juicy, 2, huh? Yeah, 8.2 ABV and then just more don't drink and drive stuff. PSA. And uh, how is it? I, I don't know if I've seen you take a, a drink of it yet, but just how is it? Good, good, nice and hoppy. Tastes like Kidder needs to have some too, but you know, hey, he's having a pretty rough week, so I don't know if he's gonna do that. I'm having a rough I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna be able to finish this thing because this was something that should not have been made. <laughs> that that's I I've never given a negative review on this show. Like I out of pity, I've given a point five out of five. This 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 is at least a zero divided by zero. That's how negative this thing is. And I know zero divided by zero is not negative, but it gives you an error when you try and do it in the calculator. This is an error. 
right here, an error in judgment of like, I'm going to try this on the show because it's good content. This is terrible content. <clears throat> Don't buy this for yourself. Don't buy this for your children. Skip this in the aisle. Although, Big D, you should probably try it. The new tagline of this show is beer, blues, and BS. We got math jokes. <laughs> no, I haven't even made the last shirt, so don't make that one. We're going to be dividing by zero for the amount of time that I have to put into the next shirt on the merch store, which if you would like to purchase the current merch available right now, beerbluesbs.com. Howard's even rocking a shirt tonight from the exclusive Kidder collection on Beer Blues and BS, the merch store. All you need to do is right here on your screen or... If you are listening to this on the audio versions on any of your favorite platforms, check the show notes and click beerbluesbs.com. And then right at the top of the page, or if you're in the mobile version, you click the little hamburger icon, which is the three lines in the uh, top corner of your screen. Click merch, and then you go to our merch store. Howard is styling and profiling the triple b can i get my money back official kidder creation shirt and it looks great howie show off that shirt again you son of a bitch okay he's showing it right now future howard's gonna have to do more work because current howard's being an asshole so that just means that future howard's gonna have to put up the screen right here of the graphic on the website i could share my screen but you know what because current howard's being an asshole i'm i'm gonna stick it to you that's, that's it <laughs> yeah. he just laughs like whatever <laughs> At least yeah. I got a laugh out of Big D. I'll I'll take that. Well, I was it, was it was a combination of that, and I had pulled up the run sheet to see the um, the reaction to the uh, the title that I put into the show, and uh, yeah, Howie, I get the feeling that was your doing. Well, you know, the fact that my cursor <laughs> is still sitting there, that, uh, that yeah. might give that one away. Um, yeah, that is a good title of this episode, I must say. Um, although. You are wrong in saying that it is a title. It is a titlay. <laughs> that's going. That's a classic throwback to 2003. Come on. Anyway, moving on on the run sheet. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, so apparently, I to, we're talking wrestling. You tried to what? What are you well, doing? Move say, the I, show I tried along. To actually introduce topic four and you took it to backyard wrestling but you actually can put did. down here some spoilers for smackdown so spoiler I alert i i haven't i haven't watched aew this week yet uh for dynamite which apparently there were some fantastic matches including cm punk and dan Housen tag teaming against ftr so sounds like a great match. Haven't watched it yet. And then uh, anything that happened on Rampage uh, this evening, haven't seen yet. Haven't had time this week because, again, shitty week. Aside from that, WWE, watch Monday Night Raw. 
oh, <clears throat> we're doing a show. Uh, so SmackDown, I, I haven't watched yet. <laughs> oh, he did that. He flipped me. Big D just flipped me off. You made, well, me taking... almost, you made me almost party foul. That's not cool, man. <laughs> hey, I, I, I can't help that you're taking a drink while I'm bringing the humor. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I just have creative genius 100% of the time. <laughs> Howard's going to argue with that up and down, but you know what? You just can't flip off the genius switch. Let me tell you that. So, I'm pretty sure Big D just did. No, no, the you can't flip the switch, not flick off the switch. He can flick off all he wants because it's not ending up on the screen. And all I'm gonna see what he's doing now, right? And you know what? Just for that, you son of a bitch, I'm giving him a trophy for the most flicked off time off camera that we've had on this show. Yeah, that's what you get, future Howard. And he's cheering now. Should I give him a, give him award for that too? You want me to give him a award for that too, Howard? Huh? 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 I'm just wondering why you're punishing me when he's the one flipping you off. No, he's not flipping me off. He's flipping you off. He's like joining me in the uh, the fury. Um, pretty sure I was flipping you off there, kidder. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. All right, so SmackDown, haven't watched that either. I'll probably end up uh, fast-forwarding through it in about 25 to 30 seconds, depending on how fast I go on level 4 or level 5 on the fast-forward module on the DVR. But, but apparently, SmackDown, as in WWE, recorded another episode for next week's SmackDown which will apparently air on Fox Sports because, I don't know, there's some excuse that it's not going to be on. I don't know. Maybe they're doing lacrosse on the national broadcast. Whatever. WWE scheduled a match because we need people to watch. Damn it. I, I need people to watch this show, even though it's recorded a week in advance. I don't care. Let's, let's make, it, make it interesting. So they had a title match for the Intercontinental Championship between Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Sami Zayn. And apparently Shinsuke Nakamura is now as of even the playing of this episode, the debut of this episode, your new WWE Intercontinental Champion. The two of you, what say you? Don't you mean Sami Zayn's the new champion? That's what I said. Is it? I don't know. I don't care. And apparently, Shinsuke Nakamura is now, as of even the playing of this episode, the debut of this episode... Your new WWE Intercontinental Champion. Future Howard will decide on that one. Um, mm. mm -hmm. Sami Zayn, Intercontinental Champion, apparently. What say you two? I blame the stupid water. It, it's like...
It's got a hint of watermelon, but it's it's like moonshine that's really, really watered down. And I say moonshine like rubbing alcohol. Hashtag buzzwater. I I don't really have much to say on this getter. Um, as you know, I'm not really following and, WWE much these mm-hmm. days. Uh, Big D, I don't know if you're following. I know you used to follow, but I think you've been on a hiatus longer than I have. So, Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I lived out of country for... 10 years and in a good chunk of that time i didn't have either a tv or a reliable raw smackdown uh schedule that i could watch uh, i think the last time i actually watched it for any lengthy amount of time was about well, i think it was about five years ago when i was living in england but i was on a six-week uh class in germany and i happened to get uh, AFN in my hotel room, the Armed Forces Network, which is the the programming itself is just fine. The commercials, however, no. <laughs> this far away from dog turd is really bad. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So I'd, I'd see Raw on a, a Tuesday afternoon, for example, just with the, the delay and then SmackDown, similar story. It was a, a day delayed. Um, that was when I've, I think that was when I learned who Finn Balor was, and I was pretty impressed with his uh, work in the ring. And uh, Bray Wyatt, that was when he was at his creepiest. I would, <coughs> actually, no, not creepy, because I saw some of the Fiend, um, pre-Fiend creepy. Um, uh, yeah, and it was, yeah, creepy. I loved every second of it. Played mm-hmm. the heel. Played the heel perfectly. So that's where I think Howard and I are on the same line where we both, and I don't want to speak for you, Howard, so obviously fill in the blanks here, but uh, I loved Bray Wyatt being the super creepy like cult leader, but he, he's just demented and being crazy on his own versus... The Fiend, where it's a eh, fun time playhouse, and then, oh, he's got a mask, and he's got red lighting, so he's going to beat the shit out of you. I hated that. But the... <laughs> Here we are! Guess what? I'm going to find you, and I'm going to eat your soul! I, that was great to me. I loved that. Howard, I, your I, sense on it. I truthfully have liked kind of everything Bray Wyatt has done. I I didn't mind the Fiend gimmick because um, I thought it was an interesting pairing with the whole uh, Firefly Funhouse and then the Fiend monster. I, I would agree, didn't need the red light. That was stupid. I don't know if you ever saw that, Big D, but it, basically in his matches, they just did a, a whole red light throughout like the entire arena. So... For the kind of like what they match. did with Kane in the early days. Yeah, imagine Kane's red light, but like entire match. Oh, that's stupid. They wouldn't be able to see. Right. Correct. No, no, no. Here, here's, even, here's even more one. The one that was really bad was they had a Hell in a Cell match with him. So not only did they have the red light, but they've also painted the Hell in a Cell red. If they did one or the other. And by that, I mean, screw the light, paint the cell red. That, that could be interesting, but yeah, no, they did it, both. and I could be dead wrong. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, no, yeah, they did both, and it was terrible. They for for all of the Hell in a Cell matches the past three years at the pay per view, the Hell in a Cell is completely red. So you look at it at a wide camera angle, and the whole thing's like <laughs> red. <laughs> Even the LED TVs are like, I I don't like this. It can't can't process. And your eyes looking at it are like, what am I looking at? This is stupid. It it it's atrocious. And then they add all of the red light. And by what we're talking about with the red lighting, every light in the arena is red. So you have zero contextual lighting of white lights so it's like if if i have the the uh the 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 red light behind me over here but then i turn off every other light so you just get the back shadows behind me and everything is just red kind of like this no this is not anything like that that's front lighting and they're cheap leds let me fix that Except it's worse because oh. it's the it's it's the pure red like this behind me, but it's also from here, from here, from over there, from around. Ah, Howie Blues is sharing some photos, and this is how you at home are watching the entire match. So it's a blur of lines and black and red, trying to discern what you're actually looking at. Yeah, you need the green and the blue to to balance all that nonsense out. Yeah, no, garbage. The only thing they did okay was on the entrance. And I mean, the entrance was kind of creepy with how, how it was. So I give them props for that. But they had, again, the front lighting of the spotlights. So like I'm lit right now, you could see that's Bray the Wyatt. Logo. This? You want to see the four <laughs> logo? Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> so you could see Bray Wyatt's figure, but then behind him was everything red. So, fine. So you turn the ring lighting like down a little bit, but it's still lit like this, and have everything else red? Wouldn't be so bad. Nope. Screw that. We're turning all the lights off. They're only ones that are on are red lights. The entire match. 25 minutes of staring at red lights. Eventually they eventually stopped that. They also had problems with booking that character. Like he once took like Seth Rollins uh, finishing move at that time was the curb stomp. And in one match the fiend took like 25 of them, you know, and just kept no selling it. So, yeah, I, I liked his work. Like the character work was good. The booking on it was terrible would be how I'd put it. But uh, big D I would say, if you do decide to get back into watching wrestling, uh, Kidder, I know Kidder has been watching more of um, AEW. I've watched a little bit of it and it's a much better product right now than what wwe is putting out it's just more interesting uh, i mean i can sit through the two hours even watching it live which 
as a side note, Howard, when was the last time that you and I sat and watched Raw or SmackDown live? It's been a long time, right? Um, over five years. Right. So I, I purposely refuse to turn on the channel when Raw or SmackDown are on, as in scheduled to play on TV. I want it to record so I can fast forward through most of it. And we're talking 95% of the show, which is ridiculous, right? Back in, I mean, even when, so when we were in college, right, guys? Uh, like, Howard, you'd come over and we'd sit and watch Raw. The entire, it was only two hours at the time. So seven to nine, we'd sit and watch Raw and have a good time watching the show. They'd have some moments that were kind of stupid, which is fine. You don't get 100% on every gimmick of every storyline of every day. It's fine. But we would watch it. we talk about it, enjoy it. And I really miss ECW on Wednesday nights. I have to say that. I miss that. But then now, three hours of Raw? Mm-mm. Still isn't working. It's it's garbage. You're just watering down the product. You're stretching out the product. It's becoming even worse. The storylines, the people, and even the few people you have on the roster. It's terrible. Why do you have 80 writers working on this show with Vince McMahon changing 90% of what goes on television, and it's still stupid. I don't watch it. I like <laughs> Big D's laughing. Like, I like how you laugh at it. You know what I mean? Like, he's still that far involved in the show where most of it has to get changed right before it airs. And still bad. How do you hire that many people and pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars per year to put out a product that is consistently garbage. In fact, this week, AEW Dynamite had about a 1.1 to 1.2 million viewer rating. I don't know the specific number for Raw, but AEW beat Monday Night Raw that this week again. And why? Because it's interesting. You let the talent go out and speak and do a promo with whomever they're in a program with. Let them be their character. Say something interesting. Do something. Have a good match. And you move on. I don't know. It's not really rocket science. Stop overanalyzing. Stop trying to force stupid garbage down people's throat and move on. So on a side note to that, Howard, uh, when this episode comes out, it should be time for Elimination Chamber tomorrow, I believe. Uh, so we'll have a special episode on the Elimination Chamber, which airs at 11 a.m. Central Time. 
on Saturday because it is a live premium event. To talk about a few things, I'm going to take over while Kidder drinks some non-buzz water. <laughs> um, that other stuff was disgusting. I I can't. Yeah, I can't. A uh, couple of things I wanted to talk about. Um, one, uh, I I haven't talked about it for a while on the show, but I had mentioned uh, that I had purchased Stardew Valley, the board game. Uh, for those who don't know, um, my wife Lefty and I have been big fans of Stardew Valley, the video game. The board game finally showed up last weekend, and we actually got it played last weekend. And nah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, we played with the uh, in-laws. Uh, we we actually beat the game, although I I will say I think we had a couple of rules wrong, um, which tends to happen on the first playthrough of it. But if you are a fan of the video game. The board game is great and does a fantastic job of giving you that same experience. It doesn't have everything, but it uh, that's in the game. But it it it's enough, and it's it feels like you're playing Stardew Valley. Um, we had a we had a blast playing it. So I wanted to share that. I also wanted to share. Kidder, uh, we talk about Kickstarters on here all the time. Uh, it just seems like not that long ago. I was talking about Bones 5 arriving and doing the inventory on that. It got announced today, Kidder. Bones 6 launches in March. Already? Yeah, and that, Kidder, was the like number one comment I saw on the, uh, the announcement post. Was people going, what do you mean it launches in March? I haven't, I haven't painted hardly any of Bones 5. You know, how you know how how am i supposed to do this um because that arrived for me here i got it i think it was august so yeah we'll see i will probably be in on it i don't know how much we'll see um there'll probably be a howard's cave of wonder when it comes out focusing on it so um but hey for anybody else who has heard me talk about it um It'll be coming. Um, so you have a chance. Uh, Kidder, I see you had some hockey scores you wanted to share. So <coughs> you want to give a <coughs> hockey update? Excuse me. Yes, this is Triple B update. I'm sorry I had to cough because some of this is stuck in my, my gullet. <clears throat> um first of all all-star game complete last weekend as of this recording all right so again lamour twins awesome keep up the great work thanks for watching if you actually see this uh we love your work and uh since i was back in grand forks uh love watching you play hockey so let's move on. Uh, I believe as well that Mario Lamoureux, the coach of the Bismarck Legacy Sabres, yes, my camera moving around here, uh, has had a couple wins as well. So good job, Mario. On top of that, the Sioux, the Fighting Sioux, who the Lamoureux used to play for, picked up the victory tonight over Colorado College, three to two on the triple B scoreboard on top of that your Colorado avalanche with
the defending champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. The Avalanche beat in Colorado three to two. You've been uh, clearing some ice with the nice temperatures lately. You've been shoveling. Uh, You've been doing anything to clear the dead birds from your front lawn, driveway, etc. No, um, and I mean I have the ref shirt here, but I'm not going to put it on. But uh, Howard, the ref, wanted me to let uh, to share this. He spotted a snow shoveling foul yesterday, Kidder. As uh, he was driving home, he happened to witness a gentleman scooping the snow out of his parking lot, walking to the street, and throwing it into the street as traffic that was coming by. Bitch! You can't do that! Mm-hmm. So, to that gentleman out there, if he happens to listen to this show, um, Howard the Ref wants you to know, you got a five-minute major for being a dumbass. Uh <laughs> So that's, uh, yeah, that was, I was kind of annoyed to see that. So I thought I would share that, especially Kidder, since we now have the uh, National Snow Shoveling League. So we have to call these penalties when we see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't be such a dick like that. Shovel the snow in your own freaking yard. And you know why? Because it gives your lawn that moisture that it needs and it deserves. Put it in your own freaking property. Well, Kidder. Not today, not tomorrow, not the next day, not the rest of your life. Nope, 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 nope. You had something to say, Howard. I was going to say, and on uh, that terrible note, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. I think it's time we wrap this up with some cheap plugs. All right there, uh, Jaco, let's plug away, shall we? So first of all, if you are watching or listening to this, please, if you would, visit our website, beerbluesbs.com. Lots of stuff on there, including the ability to buy us a beer. You can follow us on all of our socials and wherever this video or audio is posted. Lots of great places right there to subscribe to. And uh, we would love for you to subscribe, please, to this video. Just click the subscribe button. And if you would, click the thumbs up button, too, because that helps get us in front of, you know, five more people. On top of that, we also have a Facebook page. If you didn't know about that, it's facebook.com slash BS. You can also get to that from our website, BeerBluesBS.com. Please visit our Facebook page and become a fan of the show. Like the page, you see all the show updates, which are pretty much once a week, so we're not going to spam your timeline with a bunch of useless information like some of these other places do. No, it's just the top quality, top of the line, triple B content delivered directly to you on your Facebook page. Search Beer, Blues, and BS on Facebook. Please and thank you. So we have a lot of awesome options for you. BeerBluesBS.com. You can click buy us a beer, click our socials, click our YouTube. Please, if you would, subscribe to all of the above. 
And by subscribe, we mean like or just click the subscribe button. You don't have to get the notifications and all that. We would love. Thank you very much for joining us for this edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. Yes, we have all kinds of great stuff available at BeerBluesBS.com. Please visit us on the website. Thank you very much. And for uh, <clears throat> Big D, as he likes to call himself, for my brother from another mother, Howard Blues, I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this edition and every edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. Please join us. Again, on social media and on the YouTubes, if you will, click the thumbs up, click subscribe, please and thank you. As for now, there's free beer tomorrow. Make sure your glass is at least half full. And damn it, we will catch you on down the dusty Tuscan Highway. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you again on the next episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. And there we have an episode. <laughs> <laughs> cool a lot of fun oh it tends to be it uh, (laughs) it tends to be so and uh i'm glad you came on uh tonight's show before you saw tonight's episode so you know it's it's all good uh... yep i'm gonna look for that (laughs) uh yeah yeah, um, I think the title says it all, but uh, yeah, you'll. Uh... <laughs> so let, let's let's see what that title is. I actually have no idea what it is. I did subscribe on the YouTube's. So, Beer Blues BS. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that by itself i would have had no idea but now that you actually brought that up and you're you're hinting at it i'm uh mildly afraid yeah you know yeah might show up in the chapters uh too but uh i I would make sure you definitely listen to the beginning that's that's how i uh, uh That is how I, uh, you know, saw your latest jibe. (laughs) 
I looked at the chapters and it said, gentlemen, the gentleman from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even say it because he's just laughing so much. Yeah. But uh, I, I saw the I saw that headline before and I saw what it turned into. I'm like, oh great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, make make sure you catch the very beginning of the, the episode. Will do. <clears throat> yeah. And it should be good. Because <clears throat> it's it sets up the thing later. So you, you kinda if you're one of those jump around, you, you gotta catch the beginning to get the, the later part. Noted. <laughs> 